0: a honeymoon on the big island of Hawaii. I'm Schmitty and this is Talking Schmidt. I've been listening to a lot of the podcast Smartless with Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and uh, Jason Bateman while I was gone. So I'm going to try and introduce my next guest in their fashion. My next guest is a goofy-footed skater from Down Under in Australia. My next guest, first Instagram photo, Ever is a photo of her and Tony Hawk. My next guest has loads of trampoline skills and may try and bring the board shorts trend back for 2022. She is a Scorpio who has had the booster and also had the COVID. And although she is a former Olympian, you might know her better for her undercut or mohawk haircuts. Writing for Nike SB. This is Haley Wilson, kids. A few things, real quick, before we get into this. I'm sure I'll be talking with my guests in the future about my Hawaii trip, but let me re- just reassure you Hawaii seems to always be the answer for me. We had such an amazing time and turned the relax all the way up to 11. Although we did make it to the tallest island mountain in the world at 14,000 feet elevation. Needless to say, I'm back. So thanks for being patient with the spotty beginning of episode production in 2022 so far. But from here out, we should be rolling. Stoked to get you this one with Haley and follow it up with our 150th episode. Any guesses who it's going to be? Hint, he was born to frontside grind and his video part, you would rewind. Also, we have a winner for a brand new slave skateboard war pig deck. Danny DeCola has chosen off the Instagrammers. Harvest of Sorrow, 1987. That's you, Dalton of Phoenix, Arizona. DM me your address and I'll send it out with a t-shirt. Make sure you include your shirt size. Thanks to all of you that played. We should have another giveaway soon. Maybe a derby jacket.
1: Hell yeah.
0: I've been reading this Matthew McConaughey book on my trip. The name Green Light. All right. All right. Let's go. Oh, one other thing. Congratulations to you, Rye Bears. Fucking sick homies video. Did you guys all see it? Watch it again and again. Pedro Delfino, Ronnie Sandoval, Kirby, Evan Smith, Rainey, the whole cast. From beginning to end, the video was really sick. Stoked for you, Ryan. I know how much you put into it. And maybe if the uh, Texas gods do the right war dance, we might be able to get Ry on the program. Just like, ah! He's been known to be on uh, some other internet skateboarding programs.
2: She was tight.
0: All right, kids.
3: Uh, every time someone asks me to do like an intro or something, I always like, fuck it up somehow.
0: Ham it up. Give it your thickest Australian accent. Do whatever you want. It's fine.
3: This is Haley Wilson, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, you
2: Holy cannoli. It's cool, like tonight is the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big dog's in. Do we really want to be here? Everything, Everything changed. We on? Schmitty? Talking Schmidt.
0: Talking Schmidt, dude! <laughs> You're gonna come out different. <laughs> shit,
2: my pants, man. Your yeah, Rolodex is fucking deep.
3: Holy shit. It's about right. the one. The one, the one. Who is this guy thinks he's tough shit?
2: What's up?
4: Come on, Schmitty, what the fuck?
3: Tell the skateboard police to come get me. What is
2: happening? I'm here for Greg Smith. Yeah.
0: all right good day mates we're zooming around covid pandemonia as the pandemic has reached new heights via satellite to an airbnb way down under in australia the ladies are in lockdown quarantining so what a perfect time it is to talk some schmidt today we got the one and only Haley wilson how are you feeling are you computer a little bit do you have to have your friend poppy help you out
2: <laughs> oh yeah! Big I
1: sign. Like now we're in isolation. We got COVID. You know. You know what I just saw when you called? <laughs> what? You th- your name's Greg?
0: <laughs> I know. Nobody knows that.
1: <laughs> Greg Smith. Yeah. Greggy. That's uh, so good.
0: It's actually Gregory.
1: Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory Smith. Hey,
0: but don't 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 laugh because you got three names, Poppy Olson Star.
1: I've actually got four. Oh. I've actually got four. What's the other one? What's Poppy other one? Star, Clarabelle Olsen Oh,
0: Clarabelle, dear. Clarabelle,
1: it's my two grandmas' names. Oh, how
0: did you guys get sick at? Uh, how did you on a trip?
3: Yeah, we were in like a like a camp, um, and. We, we all got COVID. I was the starter of it. Kylie
1: started it and then she spat on my face
3: <laughs> and I got it. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, I but got we all, there's five of us that have got it in this household.
0: Damn. So what do you do? Like 10 days? Seven days?
3: Seven days. We've just got, I just looked in our fridge.
1: I kid you not, there's like 40 cruises in there. <laughs> there's so there's many so drinks. <laughs> Post, Post-Olympic camp things. Where are you? We're in Queensland.
0: Uh, okay, sweet. Mm.
4: Yeah.
1: I was in Queensland when I called you, actually.
0: Yeah, I think so was Sinead. Oh. It's, it's just
3: the common place that we need to talk to
0: you. You're, you're the fourth Australian... To come on to the podcast.
3: Oh, the, third,
0: the, the third female. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Dolan being the only male. Oh, but oh, Dustin. but Chima, Chima's coming on soon, too. I talked to him. I like it. Ooh. It's crazy. Like, what time is it right there? Are you guys just waking up?
3: No, no. it's 11 o'clock. In the morning? 11,
0: yeah. Okay.
3: We, we just had breakfast. We just cooked up a storm,
0: some Vegemite.
3: Nah, yeah. some
0: scrambled eggs and avocado on toast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, well, cool. Do you want to join us or are you going to let us be?
1: No, I'm going to let you do your thing. I just want to say hi.
0: Hey, good to see you, Poppy. I hope you feel okay.
1: Yeah, I'm all good. Love you, Schmitty. Talk
0: to you later. <laughs> For sure, same. What's up? Just chilling. Yeah, I just had uh, the same thing. I got it New Year's Eve.
3: Oh on New Year's
0: Eve. It sucked. It was a, it was just ruined everything. I was supposed to go to my friend's memorial. I couldn't go to that. And then we had to postpone our honeymoon again.
1: Oh <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. It, oh god.
0: So it wasn't yeah. so bad except for like, do you get like weird head shit? Like, was it like fog or whatever?
3: Yeah, I'm true. I'm I've got the booster, so I didn't get too bad. I was sick for probably like a day or two, and then I was kind of fine. After that, like I feel fine now, but everyone else is kind of still going through it except Poppy. Poppy's mm. kind of leveled out.
0: Is Poppy vaccinated?
3: Yeah, she's uh, she's boosted as well. Okay, so good. you can still get it when you're boosted. It. It's just like the side effects aren't as bad.
0: Not as bad, right? Okay.
3: We're in a like the shittest Airbnb. Um, like for the last three days, so we moved into a new Airbnb. Like we had to get like transported in this like bus, like COVID bus and stuff, like. Um, but we got pretty much got kicked out of our last Airbnb. They were like, didn't believe us. We had COVID. They were pretty much saying that they were lying, like we're saying that we're, we're faking COVID positive. And I'm like, why would we want to fake this? And I'm like, so confused. Um,
0: don't you have so, the test result to show them?
3: Yeah, we showed them. They're like, that's not positive. That's negative. And I'm, um, they were like, full like getting up in our face. I was like, well, cool. If you don't want to believe us, that's fine by me. And then. I got like the PCR results. So that was on my like the rapid antigen, like the, the um, test at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got the like the actual test where you go to like the stations. Um, and like I got that back and we told the, the like the host and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, my God, is she okay? And I'm like, what? Are you being serious? Like we're, <laughs> we literally have had all of us have COVID and you did not believe one of us weird so ridiculous so we had to move but when like there's like real ball ass airbnb now um, huh. we got a pool our own pool and stuff like that which is good
0: could be worse yeah are you uh exactly. I, has anybody lost their sense of smell or taste
3: uh i lost my sense of taste for a bit but it's back now I, like lost it for like a day and then it came back it's so weird
0: hmm i had uh i got it new year's eve and i had it for like 10 days where it was like I was kind of like just in the house, whatever. But I never lost the taste or smell, so I was stoked on that.
3: Yeah. Do you guys in the stage? Do you guys have to quarantine for ten days or fourteen?
0: That's what everything about covid is no one knows it's just like yeah. if, if you ask four people you get four different answers it's like insane yeah. i was like is it five days or ten days and you could find either one on online it could say five or ten depending where you went so i just stayed for ten days just to be safe but then it yeah. said something about like you will test positive 90 days after even if you don't have it so
3: what the fuck is that? I know. It's so weird. How I don't know how
0: you get out. on a plane and
3: shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the, the rules in Australia are super weird. Like some states are seven days, some states are 10 days. And then like WA, like have locked everyone out of the country. Like pretty much no one can go to WA. Like you have to quarantine for 14 days and it's like impossible to get in. So like, uh, that's what I heard. like so gnarly over there we've kind of just started living with it like you guys did but just a little later
0: mm. well what, what was it like being Haley wilson as a little kid like what were your parents like did they get you into skating or into sports what what, what how'd this whole thing start for you
3: um so it pretty much started when i was six like me and my brother um, we're being really annoying. We're out shopping with mom and dad, like um, at like this thing called the reject shop where it's like a $2 shop. Like it's got really cheap stuff, like a, like a shittier version of target or something. Um, and we went, we went there and we're shopping for mom's birthday and we're being really annoying. So mom and dad gave us like $10 each. Um, and my brother was like, as a joke oh, you should just get a skateboard. And I was like, all right. And then I did. And I like literally never, never got off it and like loved it ever since it was like, the weird, I, like no one in my family skated. I'd never seen skating before. I just like tore it, and I like it was like this big. It was literally like the smallest board, like the size of like a shoe, like a. Was it know, plastic shoe. or wood? No, nah, it was like pl- it was so bad. It was so small and bad. Um,
0: uh. And
3: I literally, I just never got off it. And then Mum got me, and Dad got me one for my birthday, like a few months later. Um, and then like a proper one, I th- I wasn't really proper, but like I guess World Industries back then, like when I in like 2006 was like somewhat like still still like there. Uh-huh. Um, and I had a World Industries board. Um, and then I just never stopped from there. I just went to the skate park every day. Just didn't stop.
0: What do you think it was that that drew you to it? That you were so in love with it?
3: Um, I honestly like couldn't tell you what it was. I just loved it instantly. I just like um like just the feeling of being on a board like made me so happy and like I wasn't I before I started skating I wasn't a super girly girl like I never played with Barbies or I never did that like that kind of stuff um so I think that's what like I was um attracted to the most is because I think I always knew I wasn't really the girliest of girls like I cut my hair really short um like really young like I I had a mohawk in grade three I'd go to school with a mohawk and it would be like everyone was looking at me like what the hell like the biggest tomboy but um like I just loved skating it was like the I like grew I grew on I I, I attached to it so quickly
0: right and did you uh I heard that you were kind of more like in the beginning it was more uh skate parks in transition is that right
3: yeah I used to skate but like I used to that's how I met Poppy. Um, when I, I was like skating, like transition and stuff like that. And, um, and then, I know I used to, but there was no vert around like near me. I lived like two hours, um, Northeast from Melbourne. So I lived like in the country, like in the snow country, I live like on the bottom, bottom of a mountain. Um, no like half vibes around there. So like, I didn't really like get to stick to it because like, there was nothing to like learn on, I would have to travel like two and a half hours and that was a bit hard. Um, but, and then I started skating street when I was like 13. So like, I haven't been skating street for that long. I've been probably only seven years now, hmm. which is in a long time.
0: What were some of your big moves on the vert ramp?
3: I was, I, I was trying fives for so long and then really? like, yeah. And then like, um just, I don't know what, I don't know why I stopped. I think it was just, I think I just got, I just wasn't near one so like i just never really like stuck to it but i could do like backside airs and like um like nothing major like just pretty like basic stuff but i was only like eight or something so nothing like would nothing you go what, what poppy was doing
0: would you go backside mostly or front side or like <coughs> what, was, what was easier for you
3: uh backside i backside. could never do frontside tricks i always like i could never do them it was so weird
0: huh could you do like yeah. a back lip
3: no, nah, no, nah, I couldn't. I literally couldn't do like I wasn't like crazy good on vert. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just yeah. scared. I just loved it. Like I was never afraid of heights. Um,
2: okay. I
3: would just drop. Just want to do the biggest things, Um, like jump the biggest stairs or something or something like that. And then when I turned like 15, everything changed. <laughs> like I was scared of that stuff. So I can't I couldn't do it anymore.
0: Well, I saw you. Were, you did a, You were going for like a 900 corker on a trampoline or something.
3: Oh yeah, when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to be a snowboarder. I was training to um to do snowboarding for ages and then I had to choose between if I wanted to go for skating or for snowboarding. Like I had to choose when I was like 14, 15 which oh. path I wanted to take. Um, but I chose skating because I love summer. Oh. Love the heat.
0: Yeah. How come you had to choose?
3: Uh it's got it was just too like hard, like because when you snowboard, I obviously you have to chase the winter. Um, which when you chase the winter, like there's not usually any parks. Like if you go to the States, like if you go to Woodward, like there's the indoor ones and stuff, but Mm. in Australia, like it's just like, just doesn't work. It like doesn't work as well as like skating. You get to do it all year round.
0: (laughs) Okay. Do you still snowboard once in a while for fun?
3: Mm, no, nah, I haven't snowboarded for ages. It's so expensive. Like, yeah, I used no. I used to do school up on a mountain and snowboard in the morning and then um school in the afternoon. It was right. so good. Um, but like since since then, like so I haven't done it for probably like six years, four six years, yeah.
0: Uh, what what was your schooling situation? Did you finish school? Did you graduate high school?
3: No, nah, I left it on uh, the end of year ten. So. It was, like, a real weird, like, time. Like, it was between, like, if I was to finish school, if the Olympics happened um, in 2020, I would have been finishing school that year or, like, the year before. So just the timing of it just didn't work. Like, I could not have – I'm not the smartest person anyway, so there was no chance I was ever <laughs> going to be able to, like, do two at once. Like, the training uh-huh. was way too intense. So it was just, like – it's just like figuring that out. And then I, at the end of year 10, I was like to mom and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And they're like, yeah, like, well, like you can always go back to school, but this opportunity doesn't come like all the time. Like you never get that opportunity like over and over. Like if I didn't go to this Olympics, I might not have been out of like being in the process of the next one. So it's just like sacrificing things.
0: Right. You've kind of, grown up in a a real interesting time to be a female skateboarder when you first started it probably was not as popular as it is now uh could you talk a little bit about like what what was it like dealing with like guys at the skate park and stuff when and you're probably one of if not the only girl there are you getting harsh treatment are you getting accepted like what what's it like
3: Um, it was pretty chill because where I was from, there was like a town of like four or 5,000 people. Like it was tiny. Um, the skate park was terrible. Like it was just, I can't even explain how shit it was, but the boys there were so supportive. Like I've never, like, if I didn't have that, I feel like I would have been so afraid of like skating. Like a lot of girls are afraid of like getting into it because of how, like sometimes guys can be um definitely back then maybe not so much now because there's so many girls involved but um right. I had the I've like I had the most supportive guys around like they would be like like um trying to like get me to drop in and stuff like that and it like I'd, I've never experienced that before um or like I've seen it before but I'd like I'd never experienced it so to experience it was like really good like really good experience to like go through when you're younger. Like if you don't have that, it's like hard
0: to grow up. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, doing anything new in general is difficult. Like I found myself being the age that I am and I'm going surfing for the first time and and you're feeling like that young kook that's insecure and like, I'm not good at this and all those feelings. But then to have that gender issue as well, that it's a predominant sport for males I could understand that it could be even more like frightening and, and and you need, everything is about first impression. Like when you get that first yay or nay, that can live with you for a while.
3: Yeah, exactly. And if I feel like if I didn't have like the support from those dudes, like I just feel like my journey could have been a lot different and like my confidence could have been a lot different. So to have that, I'm like so grateful for those guys. Like I think it was maybe like, two or three of them I stuck really close with went up between the ages of like seven to like 11. And then they like left school, like they were um, finishing school and kind of leaving the town. So kind of I was by myself for pretty much, I don't know, four or five years, like just skating by myself. Cause I no ever there was no other skaters that skated there. Like the skate park was empty every time I would go there. So it's just like different experience.
0: Do you remember becoming aware that there's like, people that do this for a living and really good. Like, do you remember where it went from? Like, you're just skating, not worried about any of that to like, I know who Tony Hawk is or I know like Jake Duncan or like whatever.
3: Yeah. Um. Well, I thought like it's such a typical thing um for a female to say, but I th- honestly thought I was the only girl that ever skated because like, I never saw a female skater until like I was probably maybe like 10 or like, 11 um and that I started when I was six so four years and I thought I was like the only girl and then I went to a competition yeah I think I was like I think I was like 10 I think I was 10 Uh, and I saw the first girl I was like whoa like I thought I was the only one and I was like tripping out I was like that's so cool and like um it's crazy to the feeling when you see like that first girl and then you and then I started seeing like um, things on YouTube like Alyssa and Leticia mm-hmm. Bufuni and like uh, Marissa Center, and then I just constantly watched videos of them and like what they were doing and trying to learn off them and like it was like a wild experience
0: oh wow did you uh so that's interesting because Amelia said the same thing that she thought kind of she was the only girl and then went to a contest and there were some other girls do you think in some weird way that you maybe were drawn to wanting to do it more because you felt like you were like the only one doing it and like it was like a little more like rebellious or something as a kid feeling those vibes or
3: um i don't know i don't know i feel like it's just i just loved the sport so much and like it just like i feel like it just gave you a feeling of nothing else like i wasn't i didn't do it because like there was no other girls or i didn't do it because like there's dudes. I just did it like for myself, and like, um, I just loved it so much. Like, it's I would I wouldn't like hang out with friends after school. I'd go to the skate park on weekends. I'd go to the skate park. Like, I was like, like every other probably um person, like the biggest skate rat. Like, I just loved going to the like to the park. Uh, I would sometimes in like year seven and year eight, I'd go to the skate park before school. Like, I know it's nah. seven o'clock, and just like skate and then go to school. And then as soon as school finished, go back down to the park. And it's just like I, like, I don't think I could do that now. Like my body is so different. Like I'm a bit older. Like um, I like to be able to wake up a little bit more. Right. Um, But <laughs> yeah, when I was a little kid, like younger, I could definitely do that.
0: What was like some of the early things when you went from skating the parks and uh vert to like kind of starting to skate street more what were some of the early things like doing your first kickflip or like what was like monumental like oh my god like taking it to another level <laughs> early yeah on?
3: um i was like i was doing kickflips and stuff when i was like still skating but
0: oh, did you do a <laughs> kickflip on vert
3: nah oh i was trying i think i was trying kickflip indies for a bit but i don't think i ever got one
2: yeah
3: um but, like, I was doing kickflips and, like, all, like, flat ground stuff when I was younger, but I just oh. never, like, went and skated street. Um But when I, like, was trying to learn my first kickflip, I was, like, looking up on YouTube, like, how to do kickflip and, like, watch it every night. I remember I would be, um, like, almost dinner time and I'm, like, looking at these videos and then I would go outside and, like, put my board on a crack and then try <laughs> to the do kickflips. And, like, it was so, like stupid in my head at the time that I was like that I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't like watch those videos and if I didn't constantly do it like over and over and over again so like it's just like the process of it like I just love the process of skating like mm. somehow you don't know how to do a trick and then you learn it and then you you'll be able to do it so consistently it's like crazy how like your mind works like that in your body that's what I love about the sport is that you can learn so many tricks like that. It's not just like swimming in a pool. You're swimming up and down. You just see a black line forever. Um, we get to learn like thousands of tricks if we wanted.
0: If you could tell yourself, if you could go back and tell yourself the key to a kickflip, would, would you have been able to do it quicker now that you know how to do it? Is, is there some advice you would give to your younger self?
3: Um, no, I, I, Honestly, I don't even think I would. I think just going through the process, it's like I'm. It's like learning switch flips. Like when you when you um start doing kick flips and then you go into doing switch flips, it's pretty much learning it again. I just love the process of it, getting hmm. frustrated, getting like um, getting like, close
0: but tra- not making it.
3: Yeah, like kicking down instead of kicking out. Like I just love that process. Yeah, it's it's super weird. Like mo- some other things are definitely tell myself differently but sometimes I wish I could like go back and then learn a bit different in some other aspects of like like I didn't enjoy skating for probably like three or four years of my life in that Olympic period it's so much pressure Mm. so it's just like I've loved it I started loving it again like learning heaps of tricks like that I want to learn, not because like what's going to win me a competition. It's because like, I want to learn this and I want to go take this to the streets and stuff like that.
0: Right. Okay. Do you remember your first Instagram photo?
3: Oh, no, nah, I can't remember. Probably I, something cringy.
0: It's, it's a young you with a Tony Hawk.
3: Oh, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, yeah. That was oh, that was so long ago. Um, it was at the, that we have this thing. I don't know if you guys have it in the states. Called the Grand Prix, where it's like a race car. It's like a racing, like some car racing, um, competition. I don't even. Oh I don't yeah, see
0: that. that Tony Hawk does that, right? It's in Europe. Yeah, I like, think. We,
3: yeah, yeah. So we we have one of those in, in Australia in Melbourne. Um, and they built a half five and they did like a Tony Hawk and friends, and like Tony Hawk was there and like a few other like pro skaters were there and like. I was literally, like, in shock. I was like, I I can't believe um, that, like, I'm seeing Tony Hawk in real life. I think I I literally almost, like, passed out. I was so excited. (laughs) Um, But, like, Poppy was there and a few of my other friends were there and, like, there was, like, a competition um, and, like, I don't know, I think I came, like, third or something. I don't even know what I came, but, like. Um, I think I literally just did backside airs. So was I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. And like everyone else was doing like real hard tricks.
0: When did you meet Poppy?
3: It would be almost 10 years ago now, probably 10 or 11 years ago.
0: Did you meet Wait, at a skate park? Well, did you guys meet through skateboarding?
3: Yeah, we, I met her at a, like this like uh, camp in in Sydney called Monster Camp, where it's like a skate camp that all these people come. And you escaped for the week, and we met there. I think she was just there for the day, though. But we met some like something like that, and like, well, I wasn't friends with her for probably like four or five more years, though. Like I, I knew her, but we weren't friends. Like we weren't close or anything. <laughs> oh my last, god, I hate having COVID.
0: Last time oh. I, I talked to her, she got into like a serious fender bender, right? She got in a car accident.
3: Yeah, yeah, really. Is everybody really bad okay? Yeah, she's she's alright now. I think. I think there's still a few things that, like I think it's a bit traumatizing but um I think she's all right like um physically now which is good
1: good <laughs>
3: yeah it's always scary when that stuff happened I remember getting the call that she was in accident. And I was so scared for her I was like mm. I thought I thought they were calling me to tell me that she'd like died I was like no like please don't tell me that like I don't even want to hear that um but I it's like she was okay, and I was like, okay, thank the Lord. Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, I got an interesting little connection here. So uh, there's a girl in Australia. Her name is Maddie, and she uh, actually her family bought some merchandise from me, and it was the first time that I sold anything to someone in Australia. And I asked her, like, hey, you know, as a as a gratitude, I was like who would you like for me to try to get on the podcast and I could get some questions for you. And she said, you, um, Oh, really? Yeah. She said a long story short is her hometown is in a country, Victoria. You're invited on a road trip to meet her for a workshop or something like she went yeah. to and, yeah, and, and has, have a lunch and skate is. a private indoor park or something.
3: Yeah. So she was with this, um, like a skate camp, they do like holiday programs called Owls Skate Co. Ah. um, And they came to Mansur and they asked me to like, come like help out with the lessons and stuff like that. And then they came and skated the indoor park that um me and my par- parents, like um got built for before the Olympics. Um,
0: awesome. And
3: I actually remember her. I know. Yeah. I know who you're talking about.
0: Okay. Well, I got a few questions from them that I want to ask you. Okay. Yeah,
3: of course.
0: So here's Maddie ask him the question
3: who or what inspired you to start skateboarding oh i mean who inspired me to start skating like when i when i started was definitely like um tony hawk and guy mariano they're the two like yeah two inspirations that i like loved as a kid and still do and what inspired me was just how much fun you have on a board like the amount of friends that i've made through pretty much all my friends are through skating Uh, which is incredible, like, most of them are from um, overseas and then, like, um, a bunch are from, like, Melbourne and um, all over Australia. So the amount of friends that I've made is, like, insane.
1: What is currently a goal you look forward to completing
3: in the future? Well, that's a good question. Um, My goal at the moment is to uh, finish the video part that I'm filming for um, and shoot an interview and a cover for either, like, should an interview and a cover for Slam, and try and get an interview in Thrasher as well. That'd be a good like little like end to the year.
0: You gotta come to the states. So <laughs> it might it might be a little easier if you're over here.
3: Yeah, exactly. I want to try and make it over the states some probably during your summer uh, mm-hmm. in like June, July. Um, hopefully to get some filming done out there. Maddie's dad's question is: What's your next tattoo going to be?
0: you got some tattoos
3: yeah i got a few on my arm oh and uh, like on my neck and stuff like that um
0: do you got uh, anything as good as a can of
3: peas um nah nothing can beat the can of peas nothing can beat that um oh what's my next hat i don't know like i've got one i'm gonna finish in the moment on my stomach it's like of a um of a skull like coming out of, it looks like it's like coming out of my stomach with like a gun and then like the smoke going up, which is sick, but I still got to get it finished. Um, it's pretty painful. That was like the most pain painful spot I've had yet. And I've had 22, 22 tattoos, huh. which is crazy.
0: What's the longest you've been at one time getting work done?
3: Uh, probably six hours when I got my elbow done.
0: Oh, damn.
3: Yeah. That was, that was a long. Yeah, i know
0: you go into I kind was, of a different state right
3: yeah i always fall asleep in tattoos it's really weird like oh. um except for the one on my stomach that was something else um but i always seem to be falling asleep in all my tattoos it's super weird so uh, not normal probably i've
0: asked i've asked this question i think to almost everybody that i've had on the show from australia I've never been there. I know. I'm mad at myself about it too. Um, if I was to go there, where's, where's the ultimate, where's like, where do I go? Do I go Sydney, Melbourne, Queen, Melbourne, Melbourne.
3: Yeah. Melbourne's the best. Okay. No, I don't like, you can't argue with that. I'm sure some people in this house maybe (laughs) would argue with that. Um, (laughs) nah it's depending what you're going for if you're going for skating like honestly melbourne and sydney like the best um but if you're going honestly everywhere in australia is so beautiful if you've never been before i feel like you'd be pretty like starstruck by anything so like yeah i wouldn't even suggest one place like i i been to wa once and it was like the best place is so nice um but it's really depending on what you're going for
0: have you ever been to the other side of australia where uh the ACDC guys buried, Bon Scott. Where's like, that? It's what's the other side of Sydney? Perth. It's west. Oh, yes.
3: Yeah, WA. Yeah. Western Australia.
0: Yeah. Perth. Have you been there?
3: I, I've only been, I've only like landed at the airport. And then I went to like a, like a little small town in, um, called Esperance. It was so fun. Like the bluest water and like yeah. kangaroos on the beach. It's so sick.
0: Are you guys filming for anything right now or are you just kind of like skating and collecting stuff and then trying to figure out later? What are you
2: doing?
3: Um, I'm filming for like a um, PD part, it's like a Baker <laughs> a baker part, which is sick. Yeah. Me and my friend Liv, which is actually, she's in the other room. Um, She's filming for it as well. It's like a shared part.
0: Oh, how cool. Are you friends with Dustin?
3: <clears throat> yeah. He rang me at 6.30 the other morning and I was like, I looked at my phone. I was like, Dustin Dolan, like he's calling you. I was like, what the hell does he want? Like <laughs> I didn't even answer. I literally picked it up and I put it back down. I was like, I'm going back to sleep. And then he messaged me. He's like, are you with like Jack O'Grady? I was like, no, it's 6.30 in the morning. Like there's no way I would squish. Like uh, it was so funny. I couldn't even open my eyes. Like I was like, I couldn't, I was like I'm not answering this. And yeah, I haven't seen Dustin. He's hey. the reason why I got on. Baker, like on P- on PD, which is sick. At the Lewis Marnell
0: um Memorials.
3: Yeah, it was the memorial it was like I think it was like five or six years ago at um Riverside in Melbourne and I was skating it and he was like <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was pretty drunk. He was like, You should you should put her on the team and like and like to Ben and Ben was like, Oh, all right, all right And then he did and like I like got on the team like or Two weeks later or something and then that's when it started because of dustin but like huh. i don't even know how i got i don't even know how i got on it um what i was doing i was just skating and then he just like told ben to put me on the team and i was like all right i was so young i was like 15 a bit clueless
0: was that your first like sponsor
3: <laughs> no nah, i had a few like i had um this like shop called simply in um, melbourne it was like the really small like store um, I don't think they run anymore. And then I had this brand called Folklore, which is like a like an Australian company. And then I think it was, and then I got on Nike. Um, I think 2000 end of 2016. And then I got on, and then like ever since I got on Nike, that's when it kind of like snowboarded into snowballed into like other companies. Like um, I was on Indie for a bit, uh, and then I got on Baker. Um, and then, like after a year, I got on. Um, I like left Indie and got on Thunder and Spitfire through Project, which was sick.
0: So, what was it like getting on Nike? How did it all go down?
3: Um, I would have been like fourteen. I was like that kid that would send a bunch of like. I sent a little like skate edit. Yeah, to- like sponsor me tapes. Yeah, yeah. I sent a little edit to, like, all the shoe companies in Australia. I sent it, not all of them, but, like, Globe, um, Globe, Nike, DC, um, Vans, like, all that stuff. Well, maybe I didn't send it to Vans, but I sent it to, like, a bunch of um, companies that, like, I had, like, the contacts to. And they all said, like, oh, now we, like, don't have any space for the team. And then Midzi at Nike was, like, um I'll have, like we don't have like um space on the team right now. Um, but I'll have a look out for you for like for the next year and like see what you see what you get up to. And then like a year later, he hits me back. I think we like, would you be down to like skate for Nike? And I was like, Of course, like I was so stoked. And then that's how it started, and then I started going on trips pretty early, actually. Like within like a few months I was skating trips with him, which is crazy.
0: Like out of country.
3: Mm.
0: Or just nah, in just,
3: Australia just, just lo- Yeah, just locally We went up to Sydney And sorry, oh my god Having COVID sucks
0: <laughs> I know
3: <clears throat> No, nah, we went up to Sydney I would have been 15 And I don't think my parents knew Like the ex- like what a trip was Like a skate trip was But they were like, yeah Like you can just go on And like Midzi was like to Jeff Like you've got to like look out for Haley, Like she's super young and She's a female and he was like, yeah, yeah, no, I got it, I got it. And I was in a van with like, I think that was like 15 dudes and I was the only girl and I was just like, this is crazy. Like we were staying at like motels, um, like backpackers and like it was so wild. They were just like running around in jumping in the pool and it was like winter and it was like freezing cold. And like, they were <laughs> all being, like I heard that I wasn't there, like I went to bed at this time but they're all doing like moody runs and stuff like that and I was just like. This is wild. I didn't. I didn't really know the extent of like what a skate trip was until like I went on one.
0: Was it all just local Australians, or was there anybody from the states?
3: No, it was just like um the Lo- locals, like local. like Jack, like Squish and Noah.
0: What's it like? So when does it change from kind of like the local to like more global? Is that when you think- start filming for Gizmo?
3: Yeah, so I did medley like the Nike um, Australia video. Right. And then I think it was two, when was it? Medley? I think it was like a year later, like six months later. Um, yeah, six months. Sorry, I cut. <coughs> oh, this sucks having COVID. I'm really sorry.
0: No, nah, you're good. Uh,
3: no, that's 2018 when Medley came out. And then I was in London for Street League. That was my first Street League I got invited to. Wow. Um was that London, your first so...
0: time out of the country?
3: No, nah, no, nah, I've been to, what for holidays I've been out of the country and then I did. Like I've been to the States a few times and stuff like that. Huh. Um but that was like my London was like my first um skate trip like out of the country.
0: So is that where you see like some of your idols for the first time? Like is like uh Letitia there or like I don't know.
3: Oh, wait, no. That was actually, no, that was like my, th- no, I went to X Games fourth Street League. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think X Games Minneapolis 2017 was the first trip. <laughs> I don't even know if I can speak right now. Yeah, X Games Minneapolis was the first time I saw all my idols, and that's when I saw, like, everyone. I was freaking out.
0: Or you did? Did you fan out, fan out on anybody, or were you keeping it cool? Who were the big guns that were there that you're like, oh shit, in person?
3: Um, probably Leticia. She was like number one.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, which is, I never like. I think that was the first time I saw her, and I like, I'm like friends with her now, but like, when I saw her, I was like freaking out for so long. I
0: uh-huh. couldn't
3: like, I couldn't even speak to her that time. How much?
0: Do you deal with anxiety at all? Like, would you get like nervous beyond belief around it? Or is it just like, a?
3: I like get so nervous. I just say stupid things. Like I would say something and then I'd be like, why did I say that? Like, I don't, I don't get anxious where I can't speak. I get like anxious where I say things that I like, why did I say that? Like the first pro skater that like I ever saw, um, was Leo, like Leo Baker, when um, he came to Australia um, when he was a, a female? Like, I competed against him at this like skate park called Waterloo. Oh my God, I actually can't speak right now. Is right if I actually reschedule it?
0: Yeah, we can do that.
3: <laughs> I feel so bad, but I'm like, every time like, I can't even speak.
0: No, nah, yeah, if you're having a hard time, let's do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just try to <laughs> do it next week or something.
3: Sounds good. Thanks.
0: Ta- take care, everybody out there.
3: Ah,
0: right, Sounds good. I'll talk to you next week.
3: Okay, later.
0: us Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden, and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy.
2: And now, another first impression with Poppy
4: Star Olson.
1: I think the first time I met Hayley, we were like skating. We went to this camp together. I remember like thinking we were so similar. We were just like these little skate rats with blonde hair and um, we were both always goofing around and causing a ruckus. And one of the like first times I actually met her, I was too scared to drop in this vert ramp. And I remember <laughs> being so jealous because anyone that dropped it in got an ice cream. And Haley just went up there and hucked it and, like, almost died, but she sent it. And I remember being, like, mad at her because I couldn't do it, and she got an ice cream. Head
2: i down to your local shop. Ask North skateboards. Or visit nightwishers.com.
1: Old dog, new trick, too legit to quit. This is Frankie Hill here on Talkin' Schmidt.
0: Good eye, mates. Hello, how are you? This is the second part of our interview. It's with Haley Wilson, who was sick with COVID last time we spoke. Let's see if she's feeling a little better today. Actually, I'm feeling better. I was sick as well. huh? Anyway, we're going to fire up the bobby and see if we can finish this one.
3: on my game you good
0: yeah yeah i just i started laughing it went down the wrong pipe yeah you feeling better
3: yeah back home now which is good
0: the vocal cords are back in full force
3: yeah i got water here just in case
0: sweet i think where we left off was kind of like you had just been like getting with the global team and you you were saying you leo maybe had come to australia or something it was the first time you had met leo maybe is that right yeah and then i think right after that it was kind of (laughs) like yeah
3: and then i couldn't speak i was literally like i could like for like half an hour after that, i was just coughing my guts up Uh, oh
0: i'm glad you're feeling better
3: yeah, that was hectic. I don't know what happened then.
0: Yeah, I had this same thing probably a week. I think I was a week ahead of you.
3: Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks so bad. Um yeah should we just go from where we left off
0: yeah i think so we went and changed our shirts and then we took a little week hiatus and now we're back um i added a hat i got a couple new stickers on my background if you can guess them i will send you a free deck how about that uh so we're doing a first two-parter and the first ever covid post-covid interview and uh Haley's back with us and we're going to be talking about Leo coming into your life. I think it was about the first time you met Leo maybe. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I would have been, I think I was like 11, like real young and I was like a contest rat. Like I just do contests like every weekend, just as many as I could really. And then I went to Sydney um, for this uh, Volcom comp called wild in the parks and I didn't know Leo at the time, and obviously, like, he was Lacey, so, like, I had no idea who he was. And then I was just skating around, like, super young, um, and everyone's, like, freaking out that he's there. And I was like, oh, which one's it was Lee, um, Lacey at the time? So uh-huh. oh, I said, "I was just like, which one's Lacey? And um, he was, like, right next to me, and I'm like, oh, my God, right. <laughs> Like I had no idea because everyone was like freaking out and like I I just had no idea and like he was skating right there I was just like oh my god it's so embarrassing I remember it so clearly as well um, and I ended up skating the contest um, the contest with him um, and coming third which was sick because like I was like never like I hadn't skated with anyone like professional before and I was uh-huh. pretty sick to, like come third to him
0: wow so at that at that stage were you at an age where it wasn't really even on your radar about like your peers or anything like you didn't know who anyone was yet
3: no nah, i was so clueless to everything <laughs> uh-huh.
0: that's kind of better though except yeah. for when they're right next to you
3: <laughs> yeah exactly it's kind of embarrassing but and just uh-huh. what it is
0: uh-huh i think we were talking about like you were getting flowed by nike and it was kind of more of the Australian thing. And then you started getting more of a global presence. Was that kind of from that contest getting third and like, or was that later?
3: No, that was when I was 11. I didn't get on Nike until I was like 15, 16, 15. Uh, I think Okay. It was before I was, I was getting flowed by them. And then I um, got invited to Street League London um, in 2018. Um, and then that's when all like the global star- um, stuff started. So I went on a trip with um, like the first Nike trip, like like girl's trip we ever did um, and like Leticia was there. Alyssa was there and I like, I obviously knew Alyssa like I'd been freaking out over like meeting Alyssa for ages and I met her and I literally couldn't talk. Like <laughs> I, was, I literally was shaking for like three days straight.
0: She's really yeah. mean, right? She, I heard she's like a really mean girl.
3: No, nah, she's the best. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> no, we're tight. We're tight friends.
3: Yeah, no, she's the best. I mean, doesn't she live in San Fran?
0: Yeah, yeah, Sanford. we kick it all the time. I was just kidding. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, so? Were you going on the trip knowing, like, oh shit, we're I'm gonna be on this trip with them?
3: Um, no, I I like just done the contest. Like, I just done street league, and then I got a call being like, "Do you want to go on this trip to Spain?" I was like. All right. Like I had no idea um, uh, what, like what it was for or anything. Cause like that was before that gizmo was like a thing, but like, it wasn't like set in stone. That was like when all the gizmo stuff started. And that's when I started filming for it.
0: So you went to, did you go on this trip and not even know who was going to be there? And then when you got there, you, you saw everyone, it was like almost a surprise.
3: Um, I knew who was going, but like, I think it was more that I, like, because Alyssa was the only one I hadn't met before. Uh. Um, oh, no, that was the trip that Leticia wasn't on. She was injured, but um, I'd met Letitia, like, she was at Street League and stuff like that. But, like, Leo was on it, um, Alyssa was on it, Sarah Mule, Josie, like, all, like, like, the like, the sickest people. Like, I've never skated with, like, any of those guys before. And it was just like. So sick.
0: What was it like? Were you driving around and hitting street spots in a van? Like, were you on like a regular trip over there, cruising and checking out spots?
3: Yeah, we went, uh, I think we went to Alicante and um, I don't know if we went to Madrid, but we went to like a, like a bunch of places and it was like so fun. We we're just like staying in hotels and like going street skating every day. Just like, an I, I guess a normal uh, skate trip, but like it was so <laughs> fun. I never experienced it like that.
0: Did uh, being with some of your, like, childhood idols, did that, like, affect how you, like, was it hard for you to skate in front of them? Like, or were you excited to show them, like, what you got? Or, like, what was the vibes?
3: Um, like, I at the start, I was, like, shaking. So, like, it was, like, you know, when you, like, got jelly legs? Like, when you hadn't skated for ages or something, it felt like that. Um, ah. But, like, before, like, after, like, those, first couple days it was kind of mellowed out and then i kind of got used to it and then i was like stop freaking out
0: did you ever ask Alyssa a question that you wish you didn't ask her
3: nah i, I, I tried to like not say anything stupid because i'm good at that
0: <laughs> that's what you were saying last time is like when you get nervous you'll say something and be like why did i say that
3: yeah like that's how i was like just say just talk when you need to talk not when like don't just talk if
0: like for the sake of it. Uh-huh. Talk about the gizmo um the whole experience filming that video is a real big deal. Um Jason Hernandez, one of the best in the biz, he's a friend of mine. Um he's a little more intense than just like your bro cam, that's for sure. Like what was some of the experiences that you had what were some of the best and what was some of the worst or more stressful? Was there times where you had to go to a spot three or four times and get a trick or anything or like break it down a little bit?
3: Um, I feel like every time with Jason was the best, he's just like the best hype man. Like such a good dude and like, so nice and like real mellow. So he's not like real intense and stuff like that. So you don't feel like, like I don't even know how to explain it, but like I've always vibed with him and every trip we went on, we always like, did what we needed to do like I stayed at his house I think it was like three years ago uh, four years ago now um and stayed at his house for a week and we just went filming um like every day mm. um but probably the the worst time was probably when we're not the worst time like between me and him just the worst time is when our van got broken into in Spain um. and like so lucky that none of the camera gear was in there like we were literally right across the street and we didn't even know it happened oh. um, that, like that could have gone so many different ways, but, but luckily we weren't in the van and all the camera gear was yeah. still, was still like was with us. Cause we were filming. Um, I think Leo was filming a line, um, the best time. Oh, probably when we, he came to Australia and we did like, a, like a bunch of things here. Like it was so fun. We, um, It was when like when all the dudes came out, but it was like a gizmo trip as well. And we went to New Zealand and we did a trip in Australia, like in Melbourne. Oh, that's sick. And and like doing it in your hometown, like it's so fun. I just had the best.
0: I like that clip. I saw um I think it's a curved bench and the camera is above and it's coming. Is that on a drone or something? It's like it's an overview of you skating a bench on a wall. And the camera comes down the wall and you're going around the the corner
3: oh yeah that's in melbourne um at a, at a school in fitzroy that took forever like i had to redo that so many times that trick just because like there's so many different angles and like he's so like tech with that stuff like he's not just your casual like fisheye long lens he's like drones and yeah um, like mounts the cameras like up above like he did for that shot. But I oh, think it's
0: dope. Oh, yeah. Mixing up the angles is so important. Like, you know, you always want to mix it up and check and also film places that have been filmed a lot from a different perspective, too. So it just, look, you give it your, I mean, he's great at giving his signature stamp on it, everything he does. The footage he filmed a uh, Grant Taylor and debacle is like, I still, uh, I can watch that for days. I love it.
3: Yeah, so he's an incredible cool. filmer. Like, yeah, I wish that he was, I, I don't even know if he's still out anymore. Like, I haven't seen him in ages. And I haven't, I, I do you know if he's still out?
0: We did a thing together, um, like a commercial for, um, like, the Giants or something. And uh, I think he's doing more stuff like that, like commercial work and stuff. But I, I think that's he, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he still gets out there and films skating, just more, you know, pick and choose.
3: Yeah. Like kind of like homie sessions just yeah. when you feel that's sick.
0: Yeah. Those guys built all that cement, um, you know, the slappy curbs with like the escalator and that's yeah. so fun down was, there.
3: Yeah. I remember we went out when I was out there, we went out, um, we went out there for a bit and it's, I can't slap to save my life. <laughs> he, he was that like one, I could do slappies for about a week because he taught me how to do it. But then ever since after that, I could never do them again.
0: Uh, what's your uh, favorite shoe? What do you, what do you usually skate in?
3: It used to be, um, women's Bruins, but then they stopped making them like they, um, I don't think they even a thing anymore. So I couldn't skate them anymore. And then I went to blazers, um, GT blazers. And like, they were my favorite shoe for ages. And then I started skating dunks. And now I'm like, can't go back.
0: (laughs) Oh, So you do dunks?
3: Yeah. I love dunks, but I I still love GT. Like, I still love blazers. Like, they're so good. They're so comfy. Yeah.
0: Those are the ones I like. Um, Do you get like the crazy dunks? Like they have those crazy ones where they're collectibles.
3: Yeah. Like the Ben and Jerry ones. Like,
0: better jerry uh travis scott i think were huge
3: yeah they like i would never skate them like they're just i feel like they're just too like it's such a collectible
0: it's like a thousand bucks or something like it's
1: crazy
3: there's some dongs that i've skated that have been like quite pricey but like i kind of check how much they are before they i skate them just then i'm like like obviously i'm not going to sell them i'm not looking to sell them but they're nice just to keep like just to have like on display or at home
0: or something hundred percent uh so talk a little bit about the differences between being on a trip for like gizmo with all the girls you're in the van it's the same trip but then you're in new zealand maybe with dudes and it's what's the similarities what i'm I'm assuming maybe the music's different like is one one van's lady gaga the other's metal or like what what's going on
3: yeah the (laughs) A girl's trip to a guy's trip is completely different. Like you couldn't huh? get different. Um, like got, the girls' trips are like real mellow, and like we're all just like chilling, and we, we all like to get up like at our own pace, and like go out for get some breakfast and and stuff like that, and then we'll go skating, and then we'll come back. Like it's very mellow, but like we still get stuff done. Yeah. Um, but guys is like they wake up like either really late, and then they go really late into the night. Um, and stuff like that. But at the trip that we were doing, it was more of a, um, not a commercial trip. That wasn't like a designated skate trip. Like it was for, I think it was the, it was for the Janoski, his new, like remake shoe. Um, mm. like when he brought that out, like it was like skate trip, but like, it was more like a chill, like, um, we're just shooting stuff for that. Right. So
0: so let's just say, um, the girls' trip. What was a song heavy in the rotation?
3: I can't honestly, can't even remember, but it was definitely mellow music. Like, there's no rap music. It was like, I remember Leo playing a song all the time. I think it was called Blind, but I can't remember who it's by.
0: Okay. Um, And then is the guys mostly rap?
3: Yeah, pretty much. I remember being on a trip with, um, like Ashad and Niger. And um like all those dudes for when we, we did a tour, um like a, a skate park tour, um like a, all these demos and stuff like that. Um and we we like went around Texas and Canada and stuff like that, and it was just like pretty much rap music, like which was fine. I didn't mind. I was I was the only girl until Nicole came on the trip for the last bit, but other than that, I was like the only female.
0: Oh wow uh where haven't you been where's like a location that you haven't been that you really hope to get to someday
3: probably greece i haven't been to greece and it looks so great as well the spots look so fun
0: something i ask everybody when they come on is what is the like gnarliest or craziest thing you've ever seen that you've been there for like on a skateboard
3: there would be quite a few because i we've we've done a few trips like contests and Skate trips. I don't even.
0: There's not one that stands out like fucking. Naja backflipped a thirty stair or something. Like, oh, you
3: know. yeah, like we were just skating this. Um, well, I wasn't skating. We just went to this school. Um, and it was like a twenty stair. Like it was like not not mellow at all. Like it was so gnarly. And uh, Naja just front feebled it like within like four tries. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm man, I wish I could just fifty fifty that. Like just in general. Um, and then like I think the same either the same day or like two days later or something, he fifty fifty at a King's Rail first try, or like second try. And I was just like like how
0: <laughs> He doesn't waste um, any time.
3: Nah, but it's pretty sick like watching I loved watching Grant skate street. He just like skates around and just does what he does and it's just so fun to watch. He's just watch Like a shot, and and Grant and Uto all skate together. Like it's just like you just sit, you can just sit back, and it's like a mini show.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, it's fucking all three of those guys are amazing. Um, have you ever broken any bones?
3: Yeah, I um broke my filming for Gizmo. I broke my arm, and filming for Medley, I smashed my front tooth out
0: oh right I think Sinead told me about that like you were doing a lip slide stuck or something you went face forward or something
3: yeah no I didn't even get on the rail like you know when you lip slide and like I just clipped on the way up and then like like the rail wasn't high enough for me to like um what you would say a foot you would sack the rail like I didn't I didn't like I wasn't tall enough to do um don't know short enough to do that because it was so low. So I just went straight to the ground in my face, like that like the concrete, that's all my face hit was the concrete, just like no, no, nothing else.
0: <laughs> did okay. that uh, did that take some confidence away from you for a while?
3: Oh, hundred percent. Like not so much anymore, but for for probably like a year or two, I couldn't like lip side rails without freaking, like without freezing before like doing it.
0: Mm. It, when you broke your arm, did it have the snake? Did it go on? Nah,
3: it was. It was more just like oh, a little bit, but it was more just like the bone was just like not out of the skin, but it was pretty like it was pretty fucked. <laughs> like it wasn't okay. Like I landed under. It landed under my like ribs, like under my chest, oh. and like but all oh, impact went to my wrist.
0: My wife just did that last year. She had like the snake. It it was so gnarly. Like in the ER, yeah. I'm looking at it, just going,
3: "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah,
0: we're
3: uh, skaters. Injured us. We injure ourselves, but we hate looking at other people's injuries. Like, I can't look when someone like does something like it makes. I can't follow Hall of Meat because I like, it honestly freaks me
0: out. Yeah, that's most. I think most people that watch that don't skate.
3: Yeah, you would like. I could never like watch that and be chill with going out and skating. Yeah, like, let's
0: go skate. <laughs> it's like the mm. the opposite of. Oh, um, uh. When did you meet Sine? Have you guys been friends for a long time?
3: Uh, yeah, probably like, well, we've known each other for probably almost 10 years. Like we skated a contest uh, like ages ago, um, but we weren't friends until probably five or six years ago. Um, but we just, we skate all together, um, together all the time now. Like I'm going skating with her after this, like I'm meeting up with her, which oh, is okay.
0: sick. Say hi. Yeah. yeah. She's the best. Uh, she's got a few questions for you.
3: Janae does.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, she told say hi to you. Yeah.
0: She wants to know why your nickname is Casey Chambers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Cause <laughs> uh you guys must have talked pretty recently when did you talk to her like last
0: week
3: (laughs) 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 oh my god we were skating this um skate park at um box hill like uh 40 minutes out of the city and she was like it's just like this fun box like a like a bump to bump kind of box and she was just like you should ollie it and i ollied it and i clearly made it like I didn't case at all and she just called me out she's like no you cased it you cased it all this shit and then she just started calling me Casey Chambers (laughs) and then (laughs) we just started going like we just started like like naming all these names like um I can't even remember but she she just calls me out for the most random shit and then she won't forget it like my nickname for her is Hogwarts
0: (laughs) Hogwarts
3: yeah, because I had a phone case and it said like my initials are HW, so she started calling me Hogwarts, and that, and now she just calls me Huggies for like eight for like years now, like a year.
0: How many nicknames do you actually have? Do you have a bunch?
3: Yeah, I've got first nickname was Scruffy because I never brushed my hair, and then I was Haybales for ages, and then some people call me Hales. I've got Hailstorm. I've got Hogwarts. I've got Casey Chambers. There's a bunch of names, mostly Shinee.
0: Yeah, dog. She's good with that, huh? What? Uh, true or false? You have a superstition about wearing the same color socks?
3: <laughs> no, my superstition before that was wearing different colored socks. It had to be odd. Um, yeah. They... But yeah, so different. I, I had a. I, ha, I used to have a superstition that I used to have to wear odd socks.
0: Where without. does that come from?
3: I have no idea. I think I just like s- skated with odd socks one day and I had like the best skate. And then like ever since then, like I had to do it. And I was like, I had to do it for years. And now I've kind of just like me- I've mellowed out and like don't do it anymore.
0: She also wanted to know if you're ever thinking about bringing back wearing board shorts.
3: Oh, I'm never going to live the my board short tie-dye. That like, flips
0: off a of jetty and were you wakeboarding or what was going
3: on Oh my god yeah we we went live swimming I know, a few weeks back um with me and my girlfriend and tonight and we went out swimming um we went out snorkeling and like my girlfriend was like re- she was getting like real like nervous she's like there's sharks out here and we're like there's no sharks like we're <laughs> literally bay so we went back and like went to the jetty and we just started doing backflips and like i'm like the tr- i'm like the worst at flipping like i just can't do it to save my life um
2: oh.
3: kept landing like on my face and like we were all just like having the best time that like, there was everyone was laughing at us like from there was like a restaurant like above the jetty and they were just laughing they was pissing themselves and then uh. on the way back <laughs> we, saw, we saw a shark on the way back but not like not a gnarly one. I was like small. I was like, this, that was tiny.
0: I would think you'd be good. You were like trampoline, vert girl, spinnerouskies, 900 torques. Like.
3: <laughs> nah, not off not a jetty. And the jetty was, you know, it was really small and like, it's just hard. Like, if it was bigger, I probably could do it, but it was just like tiny. It wasn't even like, you don't even jump that high. So uh. it's just, I was just landing on my face every time.
0: What does Haley Wilson think in 2022 about the undercut?
3: <laughs> who, who, who told you about this undercut? <laughs> Did cheesy bring? <laughs>
1: yeah. oh, fuck
3: that bitch! I'm gonna definitely have a word to her today. That's yeah. for sure. No, um, and there's certain things that I've done like that people just will never forget, like my board short days, my tie. I used to wear. <laughs> I had a t-shirt every single day. Like I never would take it off. Odd socks, undercut. I used to have a mohawk in grade three. I had a mohawk. I used to rock short hair. And now huh? I'm like the opposite. Like I'm nothing like that anymore. <laughs> but I'm never, ever, ever getting it undercut. That's for sure. Like, it's
0: called, it's no called growing way. up. Yeah, yeah.
3: No uh, way. It's literally the worst decision that I've made <clears throat> to this day, I reckon.
0: <laughs> did, did you like it when you had it? Yeah, oh, I mean, oh. I
3: thought it was a thing. Like, I, I was stoked. It was sick. Oh, okay. Like
0: Just looking then, back at it, you feel it's the worst thing.
3: Yeah, like, it looks sick at the time until it starts growing back and you just have a rat's tail for, like,
1: <laughs> like,
3: like it's
0: a full sick. bullet. Yeah. Okay, we got to discuss the Olympics. You were a part of the first ever Olympics that had skateboarding in it. Not only was it the first time skateboarding, but there's a pandemic going on. There's no fans. I mean, we all know how crazy it was. It did get postponed a year, right? It yeah. was the 2020 Olympics, but it was 2021. And all the signs said 2020. And like, it was, it was funny tr- for us to watch on TV because we're like, look, they got the wrong year. I was like, yeah,
3: no. <laughs> I thought like they just I think it was too expensive to change everything.
0: They, they had already branded everything. That's why yeah. I figured too. like they probably printed yeah. millions of shirts, like ha- everything.
3: Yeah, it just wasn't worth it. And like it kind of messes up like the algorithm of the four year thing. So I think they're just like first money, like they already had to postpone it. So like they like it was already like billions of dollars already gone down like the drain because of postponing it. So I wouldn't think they would want to change like the year. And so I don't think it really mattered to them, to be honest, but it's
0: pretty funny. What were some of the highlights and the lowlights of the whole thing? Like the experience, like, was it super stressful and pressure? Like in the beginning, not even knowing if it's going to happen or not qualifying all that stuff. Like, was there like in your mind where you like, nobody seems to even have answered. It's that's what it seemed from afar was like, there was a lot of things that are like, we don't know. I think maybe, (laughs) maybe,
3: um at this like at when all the pandemic started I was like so exhausted by that point so I was just like kind of not mad about it being postponed to be honest because I was so tired and like just was like waiting for a break and then like I got the break and then I was like oh it would have been sick to have it this like like two years ago because then like I would have started filming earlier but for me, like I, because of Australia, because I send at least one person from each continent, and I was the highest ranked Australian by quite a few many points. So like I wasn't too stressed about ma- not making it. It was more like what tricks I was going to do at the Olympics. Uh-huh. So I wasn't like it was stressful. Like I had the most stressful ten months before the Olympics, but like I knew going into it that I was probably like most certainly going. Like Shane, Shane knew he was going as well Uh uh-huh so it was more like what i was gonna do when i was there
0: and then like representing your country was there some weird things that came along with it like you had to do some guy's podcast that lives in san francisco or anything like that
3: (laughs) (laughs) yes no it was pretty like the media before the olympics is like low-key drainer it Uh. was so annoying like there's just so much media, like so many interviews, so many paper, like just, uh, photo shoots and stuff like that. So that was a bit of a drainer, but that's just like comes with the territory of like huh. doing Olympics. Like it's pretty, that's pretty normal. But I wasn't used to it at that point.
0: Who had the best? Which country had the best gear, and which country had the worst gear?
3: Probably, I think the best was the States. Like America had. They like, had the Para, <laughs> right? Yeah, and like Nike, like Nike was the skating um sponsor, like for the skating uniform. I was like, fucking lucky bitches,
2: like
3: (laughs) low key, like I kind of hated our uniform, like it was so bright, like bright yellow T shirt or like green T shirts, like did not look smart at all. It wasn't the worst uniform, but there was definitely, it was up there with the worst.
0: Yeah. Uh, were you at the opening ceremony?
3: No, I didn't want to go. It was like six hours of standing around. And I was like, we were competing like a few days later. So I was like, not worth it.
0: Okay. Did you see any other events while you were there? Or were you just in and out for your stuff?
3: We're not, we weren't allowed to go to any events. Like literally we had to either watch them on TV, like at the village or like. Not even like
0: the ball, not even skating, like the ball skating you couldn't watch.
3: No, we were so we could get in five days before our event and we had to leave within 24 hours. Oh, was wow. Crazy. Yeah, it was wild.
0: That's what a lot of people, you know, a lot of people talk about it. And I'm like, well, it was during a pandemic. So like we got to no. give them a, we got to give them a little bit of a mulligan on that one. But <laughs> what do you think like they they learned that maybe would be helpful in the future to, you know, correct some of the this was the first time they ever did it. So was there things that were obvious so It's like, Oh, okay, let's not do that again. Or let's do this differently in the future or
3: something. Um, the one thing that was like weird to me, but I don't know if this was like just in Japan, like it was just like, it was the first time. So like, obviously it was in Japan, but before every um like practice session or like um practice, they would like on I don't even know how to explain, like, unwax the rails. They would scrape the wax off the rails. Oh. And, like, it was – because the Olympics is, like, an equal sport, so you have to – it has to be equal for everyone. So they would take off all the wax from the rails and the ledges, and, like, every session you would have to re-wax it. And it was super weird. And then by the end – because, like, at the start, they are like, you're not allowed to wax anything. Um, You're only allowed to wax your board. And then by the end, they were like, "Oh, you can wax the rails." It's like, like you can't do that with skating. Someone skating a thirteen stair handrail, like you do not want to stick. Like, yeah, that was really weird to me. And like by the end, it was kind of fixed. Like you were allowed to wax it before, before your um, your best trick or your run, but you couldn't wax it just for the sake of waxing it. It was weird.
0: Well, what, what are your feelings on the whole contest vibe? Like you've been doing contests your whole life and stuff like how how do you look at contests versus like doing a full video part in the streets with the the you know, the Nike crew or something like filming for Gizmo and like what is important to you? Like if it's this versus that, like do you have to put one aside? Do you need to like train for contests? and? Like, I don't want to get hurt because this contest, or are you just going full board no matter what? Or, like, what's your approach?
3: Um, my approach before the Olympics was like full contest mode, like, um, which, like, looking back, it it was good at the time, but looking like, um, what, like, what I want to do now is like just go to a contest, skate it, and then use that time at like the country to go filming afterwards. So I've kind of scarred by contests now, like, I'm kind of like, not i'm not like itching to do one i'm like i'll do it but i'm not like going in it to like like i'll go are you always going to contest to win but i'm got more going in it for fun like i'm not super serious on it. i want to go filming afterwards like i'm not super keen on the contest like I'll, i want to do like the whole olympics thing again but i want to take my time
0: did the olympics make it sour or did going to the olympics being at the like pinnacle of contest kind of well i've done that now and like why do you think you're not as keen to it
3: um the process that like australia had like the old process and like the old um like management team kind of made it really sour like the whole process to the olympics is pretty pretty rough for the australians just from our point of view like i don't know if you heard about the whole covid situation um with like shanae and um a bunch of like Aussies got caught up in that um and just like was poorly like Was it
0: Candy Jacobs like locked in a part in a hotel for the whole time or something? I saw some Instagram video where it looked like a movie, like it was scary, kind of like she's like, they won't let me out. Like it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, what's going on?
3: Yeah, that was at the Olympics. So the one with the Australians was called like when Ball they fine. were called- um, but that was like my worst nightmare is getting stuck in Japan, like with COVID just before the contest. Like I was, that was the most freaked out. Like I was literally like hand sanitizing like every second and like yeah. my mind, never took it off. Um, cause I was like, I, cause it more freaks me out. Cause we would have to do 10 days in, I would have to do 10 days in Japan and then 14 days in Australia. Cause that's when we had to quarantine for that long. Um, mm. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like 14 days alone, plus 10 days in Japan alone. Like that is scary. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you think it's fair to say that over the years that skateboarding um, <laughs> has changed the uh, importance? I feel like from what I, my perspective is, girls kind of needed to skate in contests. It was kind of their only avenue for a while. Like there weren't opportunity to have a, you know, breezy on the cover and, and Nora having an Adidas part, Lizzie having a full part. Like these are like game changing things that have happened in our, what, the last five years or so. Uh, Before that, it was pretty much like the main reason girls skated in contests was because I was kind of the only door open for them at that moment you know like there was always exceptions to the rule but in general i would say that more recently i mean we're evolving as a world right hopefully like everybody's starting to open their mind and and see what is happening and and embrace it but i i feel like that it's definitely happened and maybe that's part of you being able to say like I don't need to go to the contest. Cause I have this option now. Like before it was like, if you don't go to the contest, you're just might as well just go play ping pong or something else. Like, <laughs> you know, then like,
3: oh, yeah. i remember um, like when I was younger, that was the only thing. I had no idea what filming, like, I didn't know. Like I had no access to filmers up until I was sponsored by Nike. So um it was yeah that's pretty much I was like I loved contests but now I'm like cuz there's other avenues I'm like I want to explore for a bit and see like what what I can do that outside of contests and like I don't I don't want to like miss that opportunity like cuz the Olympics is like normal like that's it's normal for skating to be in the Olympics now like it's happened and like it's kids are growing up on the Olympics and skating and like training for it. And like, I'm like, I was like that as a kid, but now I want to like explore. So we'll just see where it goes.
0: Well, what did that notoriety do for you? Are you getting like more people like at airports or uh gas stations or wherever you go? Like, Hey, I saw you in the Olympics. Like, do you get noticed more now?
3: Um, Yeah, definitely. Like at the start, definitely a lot like at skate parks and um, like at, um, like when I, when I worked at Fast Times, like one of the skate stores, um, I would get noticed quite a bit, but like not so much anymore, which is kind of, I like being like low key. I don't like getting noticed to me. Like I'd rather be like as low key as possible and I just like go skating. Um, right. But sometimes happens sometimes.
0: Hmm. So looking at your Instagram, it seems like you might be in love.
3: <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> you want yeah. to
0: talk a little bit about that
3: yeah so that's my girlfriend Alex we've been dating for almost coming up to a, a year in effect like two months I think it is on April huh. 4th that's when I asked her out and <laughs> it was pretty funny because like I didn't even know it was April 4th and it was literally like five oh. o'clock and I was just like we were talking about it and then I like asked her to be my girlfriend and then she was like is this a joke like because it's April 4th and I was like oh my god I didn't even realize and like it's like kind of embarr not embarrassing but like it's just like why why out of all the days it's on a day that you joke around um but it's pretty funny um but we met on Tinder like I we met through like a dating app which is pretty funny
0: <laughs> you both swiped the right way
3: yeah and then okay. she, she 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 like um started talking first cuz I refused to message people first
0: yeah
3: huh yeah
0: so D- does she travel with you at all when you are on skating or do you live two different lives do you have like your skate life and then your relationship life or is it all mixed together how do you how do you work all that
3: um well I mean because of like we were in lockdown for pretty much all of it um, like our whole almost our whole relationship but she came up to mansfield where my like train where my training facility was and she stayed she would stay for weeks on and like um like just helping out and like being there which is good but um she doesn't like when, if i go on a skate trip she like we won't travel together but we we definitely do stuff together and um go like when well, she came to queensland and when i went up to queensland with me like afterwards and then we all got locked down together so it was mm-hmm. kind of just one big party <laughs>
0: Nice. When I, uh, interviewed Shanae, uh, her girlfriend had come home like in the middle of it and we had like the best, uh, just out of nowhere conversation. It was like, they were talking about when they first met and like, Oh, your old girlfriend was a bitch. And like, this <laughs> all, it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it seems like the, have you kind of gotten a little more into fashion then as you're getting older? Um, Like you like to dress up. I saw you were on like a maybe a red carpet or some type of event where you like were at something with the backdrop and all that.
3: Yeah, that was for a sports award. Um, That was like before I started. Like I hated, like I I hated dresses for up until probably two years ago, maybe even last year and dressing up really girly and stuff like that. Like I just could never do it because I would wear skate clothes like almost 100% of the time and I felt kind of like uncomfortable and then I kind of opened myself up um, to wearing all that stuff. So I'd, I'm i not into fashion, like super into it, but I like, like to go, if I'm going out like for dinner or going out on like the night out, I'll like definitely get dressed up. Um, but I, it's not something I do so much anymore. I just feel comfortable in my skin, like jeans and a T-shirt. Okay.
0: So you know that? you're not a connoisseur like Gucci versus Louis Vuitton or any of these. Oh, I love,
3: I love my like designer stuff for sure. Oh, oh you do. Um, yeah. But I don't, I'm not like, I don't, it's more just like jewelry, like rings um, and necklaces and stuff like that.
0: Well, if you are, let's say there's a big party this coming month and someone says we can sponsor you. What, what would you get? Like if it was no cost, and you could wear it for the night. What would the what would the uh, brand be?
3: Oh, uh, my two favorite brands are Prada and Dior. They're my two. So like, just anything from there. To be honest, like I got a uh, a Dior bag, and I remember I had I went out for a night out. Um, not a Dior bag, a Prada bag, and it's like not cheap. And I remember I vomited all over it, like because I. <laughs> I drank too much and I just vomited like I literally vomited on myself and I got it all over my bag and I was so bummed about it. I was so upset.
0: Is it hard to be sober in Australia? Like if you're sober, do people look down upon you in Australia? It seems like it's such a drink, like it's so important to drink out there. My good friend Dustin Dolan, he seems to be drinking more than he's not.
3: Yeah, like Dustin, that's he's another level there. Like, he's not even like.
0: He's like, like the movie Arthur. You ever see that movie Arthur with Dudley no, Boyd? <laughs> Check that out, and you'll be like, that's, that's
3: Dustin. Oh, oh
2: isn't that the bomb? <laughs> Oh, goddamn car! God!
3: Is that the funniest thing ever? Yeah, no, Dustin <laughs> is different to everyone. He's di- he's in his other uh, He's in his own world. He's not. He's not in Australia. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I don't. I don't think so. Like before the Olympics, I stopped drinking for probably like a year. Um, mm. just because I wanted to. Like, um, it just like, felt right to not drink. But I don't. I'm not a big drinker anyway. Like I'm not one to have a a beer on this like skate session or like, um, drinking when I go skating, like I'm more drink if I just get home and like have one with dinner or something. Um, but I don't even go out that much anymore. But when I did like, I would always go a little bit too hard than like, than what I usually do.
0: (laughs) You just got to pick and choose. And then always remember, skateboarding is teaching you that the key to life is what, balance so you yeah, just exactly. you just can't do one thing and be lobster. you just like
3: oh, all right yeah no i can't you no know, skate drinking when i skate like i just can't do it it makes my legs go jelly so like it just i don't want to if i don't want if i don't like i don't want to affect my skating like i'll just try as much as possible not to like mess up anything with my skating so i, I do have a lot of superstitions um and that's one of them is like not drinking when i skate it's really weird.
0: I'm with you on that. Um, have you, what's like one of the craziest DMS you've ever got? Have you ever gotten any crazy DMS?
3: Oh yeah. I think I always get like sugar daddy, like people wanting (laughs) like them to be my sugar daddy. It's really weird. I always get like those kind of messages. Um, but nothing like too gnarly just like, Sometimes I just get some weird, like, odd ones here and there, but then I just, like, I don't even, like, notice them. I just delete them. Yeah. But I don't – yeah, I don't even, like, look at my message requests because um, there's always weird people messaging, so I don't even bother.
0: <laughs> right. If everything gets back to normal, what are some of your goals? Like, what are you hoping to do? Are you, are you going to come out charging and try to film? Uh, or are you going to, like – just dive into the contest circuit or are you going to try to move to california what, what what's your goals
3: um i think at the moment i would say like film of, just film like as much as i can whether it's a full part um a friend's part um or anything like that and and shoot an interview for slam which would be good like hopefully get mm. that done next month or two um and then kind of to see where it takes me from there, like contests are like, not really on my mind at the moment, but maybe next year, like, I'm not really like focusing on that so much.
0: Okay. Are you still is in the back of your mind? Are you thinking about moving or no?
3: Um, it's just too hard at the moment with like the pandemic still, um, pretty gnarly. Um, and I kind of like being um in Australia and then going for summers, like going, um, over to the state for summer and then coming back for our summer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jake used to say chasing the sun, like whatever hemisphere the sun was in, that's where I want to go. That's a good
3: thing. Earlier, like, and then going over the states, like, we get to, we, we can just chase the sun and it's the same for you guys. If you wanted to come here in like um, January or something, it'd be summer and then go back for your, your summer in like June. So yeah. you can just whenever. Uh,
0: right okay i got a list of five life hammers and i want you to prioritize them for me in your order uh getting your own signature shoe winning the olympics having your own full part getting the cover of thrasher and buying a house
3: cover of thrasher first Ah. um signature shoe uh, winning the Olympics and then buying
0: a house. Wow. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting to the end. Um, I want you to think about a song that you want to end the, the thing with. And then while you're thinking of that, I want to hear the crazy shit that happened while you were in uh, lockdown with the girls with the COVID. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> after, like, what was going on? <laughs>
1: Oh God! Oh my goodness! Did
0: everyone hate each other at the end, or is everyone still friends?
3: No, nah, we're all still. We're like close. We're like we were all close, but now we're like we've been messaging, being like, "Oh, like I kind of miss you guys." Like waking huh? up and like like seeing you guys there. Like we're all like, "Oh, it's kind of weird." Like, um, but we definitely niggled by the end. We're like but I've paid for this, but, like, I've paid for that, and it's just, like, who's paid for what? And we're all, like, it's nothing. Like, we were all just joking and stuff like that. Like, by the end, I was, like, um, Liv and I were, like, we've been cooking every night. Like, you guys can do the dishes now. Like, <laughs> we were, like, all just, like, joking, like, beefing and stuff like that. Um,
2: uh.
3: Poppy and I, I think it was the night or maybe, like, a night after we had, like, we were uh, started the um the podcast and we were playing beer pong, but we were playing it with, like, um crew. Like, I don't know if you guys have cruisers over there. I oh, we were playing with, like, ginger beer and, like, like, just not beer pong, but, like, the concept of beer pong. We were, like, hammering them down pretty fast. Like, we were getting it, like, in, in each other's cups pretty quickly, so we are like, sculling them. And then Poppy, like, finished um, me off. She won, so I had to, like, drink the the last one and i just sat down i was like oh i don't feel so well and we both went to the bathroom and just projectile vomited <laughs> everywhere like you could literally hear it just sound like Ugh! like it went for ages i don't ever want to do that again i honestly don't even know what happened but we both came out and i was like you're right poppy she's like you're right i was like i just vomited everywhere it's just like oh my god save she vomited oh. in the sh- all over the walls and stuff <laughs> like that um but we were just like chilling, watching movies, nothing too crazy, nothing wild.
0: What's something I need to know about TV show or movie wise that like, have you binged anything or seen something really amazing that I need to watch? Like, we're that's kind of all we do is like, what are we watching tonight? I don't know. What are we watching tonight? Like, you know, yeah, it's like the lockdown is definitely Netflix and like any HBO shows or whatever. Is there something that you really gravitated towards?
3: Um, me and my girlfriend have been binge watching Dexter. I don't know if you've uh, seen Dexter.
0: I watched Dexter. And then have you seen the new one?
3: No, I haven't. My girlfriend has, but I haven't got, I'm just about to get to New Blood. Apparently, We, it's
1: really-
0: we watched it in two days.
3: Is it, is it
1: good? Did we you like
0: loved it. it. Yeah. Oh, I love good. Dexter already, but I had seen Dexter like when it was out. So yeah. when the new one came out, me and my wife were just like, ah. <laughs> it was like two <laughs> days. We watched, we watched the whole season.
3: Yeah. Oh, you can't not though. Like, I think um, when we went, when we were in lockdown, like we had to isolate for five days, like waiting for tests and stuff like that. Cause like Australia was just going wild with COVID. Like we were getting um like 60,000 cases just in our state, like mm. testing like you would have to wait five days just to get tests back and and stuff like that. So we had to isolate for five days and we would literally watch six seasons in like two weeks or seven seasons in two weeks or something like that. We just binge watch for like five days straight. That's probably my favourite show at the moment. Poppy's obsessed with horror movies and like thrillers and stuff like that. So what she was always like um, trying to get us to watch like scary movies, but I hate scary movies. Like uh-huh, I can't. Shit. So, like, it was kind of like my girlfriend and her would watch, like, scary movies together.
0: Huh, okay. When the lockdown first started, we just started watching documentaries almost every night. And we watched, like, 95. We were, like, writing them down. We had, like, 95 at one point. I don't know what we're (laughs) at now. But, yeah, the shows are just, like, you can get addicted when you find a good one. You're just like,
3: soup. Yeah, and I've, I've got a really, like, not addictive person that like i've got adhds like if i like something i'll like like i need to like watch it or like that's why i love skating like i need to skate every day and stuff like that but with shows like if i start watching something i love like i have to watch it until like i get to the end and if i stop like if i don't watch it for a while like i can't start it again it's really weird i have weird things about me that like doesn't make sense um but I started, I don't know if you've watched it, Euphoria. It's probably popular in the States. I, I haven't a, watched
0: it, but it's supposed to be really, yeah, it's really popular.
3: Yeah, it's pretty intense, though. Like, it's not, definitely not a kid-friendly show, that's for sure.
0: I, I like the intense, but my wife sometimes it, can just take it in lesser. But uh, what's that one called? Black Mirror. That one I've loved. Oh. Like. Okay that that one's super gnarly it's so dark and twisted and crazy yeah there's tons um well is there any tricks you're working on anything like uh fuck i gotta fucking land this thing i've been working on it for a minute or anything that you're trying to get
3: like like trying to film a trick or like just or just
0: learn like a flat ground trick or just like something that you've been working on that you're You know, like, if you are a vert skater, we might ask about the 540 or, like, you know. (laughs) The classic
3: 540. (laughs) Yeah, I've been working on my 540s lately. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You got to go. You got to just come back out swinging. Get the 5. I know.
3: I got to do it. Um, Probably, I've been trying to do, like, kicky back tails and, like, backsmiths and stuff like that. I've just been trying to do, like, a bunch of ledge tricks. I've been trying to switch crooks, but they're so hard. They're so Mm. hard to so just just I'm just kind of skating and seeing where it takes me. I'm not really worried. I'm just I like loving it at the moment. So just whatever day, whatever I feel like doing on the day.
0: Excellent. That's good to hear. Well, um, you seem like you're in much better spirits. I'm glad you're healthy. Like everybody that's got the week that you got it, I swear almost everyone I talked to had it. They were like, I'm sick. I was like, Yeah, everyone is. It's it's fine. You yeah. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, I was like, please, please don't start coughing. Like, there was one point halfway through, I was like, I felt my throat doing it. I was like, don't do it. I'm yeah. not, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> I don't want to, like, have a coughing fit again. But it's fine. Like, I must have mellowed out, which is good. Well,
0: I appreciate you taking the time. It's really nice of you. And uh, definitely tell Sinead hello. Um, what to- yeah,
3: would, I'll be saying hi to her. I'll be saying <laughs> a few more things. Yeah. What? what kind of got into her I didn't know you guys had a little chat before
0: <laughs> oh check had this a- out actually hold on what's it it was it was too expensive to mail it to her so i'm waiting when she comes out but
1: <laughs> wait let me screenshot it Yes. Yeah! <laughs> that's sick <laughs> that's so dope okay, yeah that's I'll
0: tell her, I'll ring her, I'll ring her and let her know. I, I love her. We had a really fun time. Um, what's, what, do you got a song you want to end it with? Nah, surprise. Surprise
3: Sur- me with the song. Surprise. All right.
0: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm going to dial a friend for the for the end of song. I'll DM an Aussie and see what yeah, she says so, to put on.
1: To ask we that,
0: wear no. board shorts. No, actually, <laughs>
3: I've got a song. Yeah, can you use any song? Yeah, do, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. You use a Dua Leaper song it would, like Sine would love that. Me and Shanae, like bust out Dua Leaper. What's it called? One kiss.
0: One kiss. All right. Yeah. There you have it, kids. Thanks so much. Good luck with everything. Hopefully you get to California and we can uh, see each other in real life.
3: For sure. I'll let you know when I come in.
0: Come skate San Francisco with Alyssa. It'll be rad.
3: Uh, I'll let you know for sure.
0: Have you been to SF?
3: No, nah, I want to go so bad. My oh, brother pretty- loves it. So I'm like, that, oh, I want that- to go. That-
0: yeah, that's got to be high on your list. I can call Scuba Steve right now and just be like, yeah. "We need a first-class ticket because she's not flying that far unless she has the fucking, you know what we're talking about—the capsule with fourteen yeah. TVs and the fucking oh, everything."
3: I'll message him for sure. I need to come out. I want to. I want to get out there in the next. I think I'm gonna come out in like summer or something. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna try to come out
0: well hit, hit me up for sure it'll be fun i'll show you around and we can skate with Alyssa. there's a lot of good stuff obviously at san francisco some call sounds, it the mecca
3: sounds good well have it thanks for having me on the show
0: no thank you appreciate
3: it sounds good well have a good day
0: okay you too take
3: care uh,
2: yeah <laughs> Bye